I think that most people will say that they've learned more from their mistakes than they did from their successes, yet being wrong remains one of the most feared outcomes in life. In this podcast, I share lessons learned from mistakes that have helped me to become a more authentic version of myself. I believe that the key to personal growth starts with being okay with not always getting it right. My name is Lonnie Woods III, and this is What I Did Wrong. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of What I Did Wrong. My name is Lonnie Woods III, and I am your gracious host. Welcome to those of you who are new listeners. Welcome to the What I Did Wrong family. Here, mistakes do not define us, but they definitely refine us. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for your love and support. Now, today we're going to jump into a topic that I am super excited about because it comes up a lot in my professional work as well as in my personal life. And it's something that I feel impacts our decision making and our outlook pretty much on the world. And that is preferences and biases. And specifically, we're going to be talking about mistake number 64, masking biases with preferences right here on What I Did Wrong. When I think about biases and preferences, the most concrete and relevant real world example that I have experienced is from online dating. Now, I know you may be thinking, what in the world is Lonnie talking about? But stick with me. I feel like online dating profiles serve as sort of a sneak peek into how a person communicates their preferences and their biases, as well as, you know, the things that they're interested in. More often than not, I have seen people express biases while using the word preference. And that is sort of the inspiration behind this episode. Someone may write on their online profile something like, you know, what type of body type they like. And they may write, you know, I prefer athletic or I prefer slim body types. Or they may write something like no fats or no chubby people. Now, to the naked eye, it may seem like there isn't much difference between the two biases and preference, especially without further context. So, of course, you don't know people just by what they write, but, you know, we make some assumptions and we make some conclusions and some hypotheses based on what they write and their behavior. But the two words are actually very different, and I want to explore them today because even though they are cousins, and they do sort of favor each other a little bit. They are not synonyms, and I really wanna work on us separating what the two definitions are. I feel that some people have biases, and they are maybe in denial or unaware that they have these biases, so they just say, oh, that's just my preference. Now, before I go further, let's define the two terms. So first, we'll start with preference. So the dictionary defines preference as a greater liking for one alternative 
over another or others. The dictionary defines bias as a prejudice in favor of or against one thing, person or group compared with another, usually in a way that is considered to be unfair. Now, bias is a disproportionate weight in favor or against an idea or a thing. And a preference is simply a greater liking of one thing over another. Now, bias does not necessarily come from experience, but preference does. Preference is about comparing one thing to another and you can only compare if you have experienced it. Now, a bias is tendency, an inclination, a prejudice towards or against something. So that means that you have formed an opinion about this thing, about this place, about these types of people, etc. when you have a bias. And in a lot of different examples, people have not experienced those things, those people or those places in order to truly have a preference. So therefore, they are for or against that person, place, or thing. Hope that makes sense. So now that we've laid out that groundwork, let's go through some examples. So let's say you give someone the option of having mustard or ketchup on their hot dog. So if your preference is ketchup, it is because you like ketchup more than mustard. Of the options available, you have experienced both and you prefer ketchup. So that is your preference. Now, if you have a positive or a negative bias towards, say, mustard, you are acknowledging that there is an inclination for or against mustard, right? You have a strong sort of belief about mustard that is going to make you choose ketchup, right? And the thing about biases is that some of them are taught and some of them are formed. The challenge is that people with biases sometimes say that, you know, you can't force me to like something. I just don't like it. It's not my preference. And of course, that really um, helps to continue this narrative of masking your bias as a preference because a preference is something that's personal. And of course, you cannot force someone to change their preference. So it can be really tricky to enlighten folks around this subject, especially when we talk about in the professional world around implicit bias, which we'll get into a little bit later. Now, I think that it is because preference has a more neutral connotation than bias, right? No one really thinks that preferences are a bad thing. And bias is usually aligned with hate or aligned with something negative. So I think that for people who have actual biases, that they shy away from using the word bias, even though all of us have biases, right? There are not any people in this world who don't have a bias towards or against something. And so 
I'm not in this episode trying to add any type of positive or negative value to either preference or bias, but I do want us to use the word correctly and I do want us to be sort of aware of when we are having a bias versus having a preference or if we have a preference that is informed by a bias. Now, I am not saying that you cannot use the word preference unless you have experienced that person, that place, that thing that you have an opinion about. But I do think that it is worth some extra thought if you actually have a bias that you are calling a preference and you are not owning that your preference is rooted in bias. So therefore you're walking around saying, you know, I just don't prefer this because I just don't. Um, instead of saying like, wow, I really have a bias towards this group of people. Um, how can I make this change or how can I explore why I have this bias? Is it rooted in truth? Is it rooted in fear? Is it rooted in stereotypes? And this is a heavy example for some, but racism is a great example of an idea that is rooted in bias, right? To say that one group is bad or one group is less than or one group is superior than the other or inferior than the other based on bias, right? Not based on evidence, not based on truth, not based on anything except for stereotypes and this sort of fear mongering that makes you think that you are better than another group. That is a great example of bias. Racism is not a preference, right? I prefer this group over another. Racism is a result of bias saying that I have a strong inclination against this group for this reason. And that reason typically isn't grounded in experience with that group, etc. So I think that bias really shows up when we talk about stereotypes to that end. These stereotypes exist about certain groups or certain people or certain places, especially if we treat those people unfairly based on our bias. And I want to make it known that there is something called implicit or unconscious bias as well. So if you have a bias, you're not always super aware of it, especially if it's implicit. It may be based on your experience, your family history. It may be based on a lot of different factors that make it really easy for it to seem like you don't have a bias, especially if it is a bias that is coming from a space of institutional or um, systematic or systemic uh, oppression or ideals that are bigger than individuals. So the reason why this is so important is that your preferences, your biases can really hurt people, especially depending on the privilege and power that you hold in certain spaces. So it's just something to be aware of. I'm a teacher, so I often think about bias when I'm teaching, right? Like, what biases do I hold about certain types of students? Like, what biases do I have about good students versus bad students versus students who learn a certain type of way or students who engage in a certain type of way? I am constantly having to consider and unlearn the ways in which I am walking into a situation with a bias so that I can continue to create a space in a classroom, for instance, that is not based on my biases, but that 
it is a space where I'm being inclusive and that I'm thinking about different types of people and different types of learners. So another thing about bias that's really important is that typically I feel that if you have a bias, you're limiting your interests and your options to try something new or to be around someone new. And I think that that comes from fear in a lot of ways. You know, people may be afraid of certain groups and oftentimes your bias is rooted in something that happened to you, but maybe it happened to you once, or maybe it was one particular person. One thing I really try to do is not make over generalizations about groups of people because you will never meet every person in that group. So to make these sweeping generalizations about certain types of people based on my experiences, my biases, or my preferences really can hurt my opportunity to meet and engage with those people. Now, I'm not saying that I'm an expert in this, but if you are someone who is, you know, thinking about, wow, maybe some of my preferences are rooted in bias. Maybe I have been masking my biases with the word preference. One way to help to dispel some of your biases and to have a bit more of an open mind around some unfair biases that you may have is to spend more time exploring the topic or exploring the person or exploring the people or exploring the thing that you have the bias against, right? Like a lot of time bias comes from a lack of experience with what it is that you are against, which is actually, you know, in my opinion, uh, kind of backwards, right? Like we formed this opinion about you know, a certain thing without even trying it, right? And sometimes it is sort of this reverse psychology that we do with ourselves that we sort of want to stay away from something. So we create a narrative that supports us in having a reason for staying away. This is like a more minor example than racism, but like I can think about the fact that I just recently bought an air fryer. <laughs> and um, I would say that I had a bias against air fryers because I'm like, I don't like countertop appliances. Um, you know, it's bulky. And like, I don't get the point. What is it doing that's different? But I had never had one. I had never, I can't say that I preferred it over something else, or I preferred the microwave over the air fryer or the stove over the air fryer because I had never experienced an air fryer of my own. And it wasn't until I started to go to people's homes that had air fryers and I bought my parents one that I saw that, wow, these could be helpful. And then I eventually broke down and bought one, right? And so I'm using that as an example because I really formed a bias against air fryers because I felt like they were unnecessary based on my observations, but not based on my experience. So now that I've experienced life without an air fryer and experienced life with an air fryer, now I can say what my preferences are based on the options that I've had. So being open-minded is really helpful in this journey to kind of dispel or unlearn or uncover why we have certain biases and also certain preferences. So again, neither one is bad or good, but I do think that if you have more biases in your life um, than preferences, and if you are someone who is having a lot of biases that aren't rooted in experience that you might want to think about how you can figure out where those came from and you can sort of make some decisions about how you want to move through those opinions that you have.
What I did wrong is make the mistake of forming opinions about a person, a place, or a thing with little to no experience and not owning the fact that my preference is in fact a bias. Now I am aware of the difference between preference and bias and I can make more conscious decisions about how I use either of them to impact my outlook on the world around me as well as my decision making. Thank you for tuning in to the What I Did Wrong podcast. Be sure to follow the show over on Instagram at What I Did Wrong Podcast. There are new episodes bi-weekly on Wednesdays. Until next time, remember that mistakes do not define you and regret was meant to refine you. I'm your host, Lonnie Was the Third, leaving you in love, peace, and style. Music.